0: Hey guys welcome to finding your edge my name is sam and on this episode Gina and i had a discussion about your environment and how it may be holding you back some of the things that we talked about were how you are an average of your experiences and how you can kind of take stock of those events in your life and kind of shape them for the better we took a look at the content that we're consuming whether that be on instagram facebook TikTok podcast, you name it, we talked about it and decided to take a look at what kind of content creators, influencers, what have you, and how those influencers or people make you feel and if their content is worth continuing to follow. And then lastly, we discussed about our own personal spaces and how we kind of shape them and pay attention to the energy that those spaces give off. And how they make you feel in those environments, whether it's a chaotic energy, a relaxed energy, um, or something in between. Um, Tomorrow, as you know, is my surgery. And the the one thing that I needed to get taken care of um, is just like organizing who's going to pick me up and drop me off and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And my dad won't be able to because he's going into, he has he got called into work tomorrow. And mm. I was like, what am I going to do? How am I going to get there? And I was like, I'm probably going to mm. spend the night at my mom's. And then I was oh, like, well, then I can't if I'm over at her house, I can't record the podcast tonight with Gina. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have a studio to record in. But then I thought of, <laughs> I thought of my stepdad Morris, and I was like, oh, he has a studio. And he has the exact same mic and everything and his room is sound treated as well because like I helped mm. him sound treat it. And so I was like, maybe I could use his studio if like worse came to worse and we could still record. That would be
1: funny. You still have a studio there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought it was so interesting because I'm like, oh yeah, he has a studio. At the house. <laughs> like how I'm many like,
1: people just have a studio? That's so funny. <laughs> it's it's kind of hilarious because I'm like, oh yeah, he has a
0: studio and I have a studio. <laughs> So I was that's like, cool. if worst comes to worst, I could do that, but um, I didn't, ended up not needing it. I'm here in my own studio, so we can get mm. this done. Nice. Who's um, taking you? Um. So he can't, yeah, that's right. So he canceled, he can't, because he has to go into the office in the morning. So I'm going to drive to my mom's, leave my car there, and then Uber from her house to the, the dental office, um, which is only like 15 minutes away. So... Mm. And then she'll pick me up, me and mm. my sore, inflamed. Are you gonna be lacking like of wisdom teeth?
1: Now. <laughs> it's Probably, to be like I one of those. Know. Oh my gosh, one of those videos where you're like, "Oh, uh, blah, 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 like talking just random nonsense."
0: <laughs> yeah who who knows? That'd I hope be so not.
1: funny. I hope she records it.
0: <laughs> I hope she doesn't. But it'll be interesting uh, nonetheless.
1: That's so funny. If I was there, I would pick you up just to see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I literally I thought about friends. I was like, who could pick me up from this place? But I was like, no, because they'll probably want to record it and make some, stuff, make some nonsense like, about ah, it. Your
1: no, mom's like, ah, Some nonsense.
0: <laughs> I started, like, I was Googling. I was, like, wondering why people get loopy and like they actually start just like saying the most like insane things sometimes and from what i found like it just happens to do with like a lot of your it's like mixed with i guess the anesthesia that they use inhibits like inhibits your ability to like i guess inhibit yourself filter, or like yeah yeah your filters or your own inhibitions so is
1: that like what literally is running through people's heads like with the no filter or does it really change like
0: i don't i'm like
1: that's weird if that's what's running through your head without any filter i mean well, I, it's, I'm, it's, I'm it's not there. even that it's
0: running yeah. throughout your head i think it just it has to do with your you have no inhibitions because the anesthesia. I guess when it comes to, I don't know if it was mm. like they were talking about like certain protein or certain, ah. certain like centers in your brain that have to do with that, like they literally block mm. that ability. Ah. And that's the, funny. Everything that's else nice. just comes out no filter. And then mm. they were saying it's mixed with a lot of other things that you're dealing with. One, it's like uh. you're stressed because you were just uh. like sedated and you lost. A lot of time, a lot of people wake up and they're like, where am I? What's going on? They're disoriented. So like stressed. They're like frustrated, possibly Mm. angry. You're dealing with a lot of pain because you wake up to pain immediately. Mm, So it's like all these different emotions and things that you're feeling at one time. And the fact that you have no way to filter any of it like you normally would if you weren't sedated to where things just come out I and mean, I guess that's when people start getting ridiculous so that's what uh, kind of the scientific explanation to what leads to all these funny videos that you've seen on the internet
1: that's really funny
0: yeah but we didn't need to talk about my <laughs> oral surgery story tomorrow um but the thing I did want to talk about that I've been thinking about a yeah. lot is yeah. um our environments and like how they shape us. One thing I've been, or I've been thinking about it a lot because I've been working on it a lot, just considering everybody's working from home and we're still in the midst of a pandemic and it's so frustrating. But I feel like at least for me here in my environment or this little bedroom studio, I feel like I've nailed it.
1: Yeah. Like what aspects did you change or like What makes a good environment for you?
0: I don't know. I like it. It has to be calm and quiet. Yeah. Simple. I mean, like a lot of a lot of things that I think I found now that I really enjoy, like minimalism. I love my plants. Things that we always talk about, like I love yoga and etc. Smells are a big thing for me. Yeah. I've always got like my diffuser, incense, or like a candle going if I can. Yeah. Um,
1: I love that, yeah. Those little details make a big difference. Yeah. Sometimes
0: you don't It's definitely definitely a big deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I started diffusing essential oils for the first time, like lavender, I was like, Oh my gosh. I feel amazing. Like the space just completely transforms and then I was kind of obsessed with it and I'd like do it every day. Maybe got a little bit of like a an overdose of lavender probably, but
0: that's my favorite scent
1: so good um i was like is this doing something to my plants like i hope my plants like lavender i don't know yeah (laughs) get
0: some lavender plants i think they'll like lavender.
1: that would be so funny they're like what's going on in the air like what is that'd be kind (laughs) of weird that that's actually kind of i don't know they might like it but yeah
0: feeding chicken chicken
1: that's yeah i was kind of like i don't know i'm not I'm not, really...
0: <laughs> I'm not sure I'm Not how really they'd... sure that they want to breathe their own
1: air. I don't know air. how they feel about that. I'm not sure if they'd feel uh, very welcomed anymore in my space. But yeah, plants definitely help. They just revive an otherwise boring or kind of sad room. If you put some plants in there, it's like, like you just waved a little magic wand and it's like, ah, it's just mm-hmm. like nice now. Just feels much more alive and homey and I love plants. I have plants everywhere in my Same. voice. I think I've yeah. got a
0: total of one, two, three, four now.
1: I want and more. I'm not done. Exactly. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm like, and I'm not done. It's an, it's an obsession now when you like get a plant and then you just want more plants more Mm. and more and more okay this is such a tangent but i went to the plant store and i was like getting plants and the person that was um like the cashier was telling Uh me i was like oh i'm i'm really obsessed with plants because it just you know they're so fun they make your space so nice and the cashier was telling me yeah like that's actually how i like got this job like i was so obsessed with plants i kept coming in here and just like buying more and more and then i like oh, was wow. coming coming in so often that i just like decided to work here or apply here and then they're like working there and i'm like oh boy <laughs> i'm gonna like quit my job and become a gardener. quit your
0: job again
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's my true calling
0: <laughs> to work at a yeah. plant store anyway maybe plants. you'll get a nice like 10 to 20 percent discount on plants
1: i know that would be great right i just want to make my home a jungle because i think that would be my ideal environment yeah more green the better and uh, what is that i'm gonna totally butcher this name it's called like huga i think have you heard of it it's um it's spelled like yeah. 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 I don't know. I literally to...
0: remember what you I knew what you were about to say because I remember <laughs> I, yeah, I, seeing the book on yeah. your table. Oh, like a few days yeah. before we left to Chile. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you
0: showed it to me and you literally pronounced it correctly that time.
1: <laughs> what? I don't even know how to correctly pronounce it. I'm sorry. I'm I have, think it's high
0: or I could you be wrong. I looked it Who up knows?
1: and anyway, but people I think people will get it yeah it's spelled H-Y-G-G-E and it's a really nice like interior decorating kind of philosophy of this feeling of hominess and coziness and they're all Mm -hmm. about designing your space with intention and that can do with like smells plants also a lot of textures like soft stuff rugs and blankets and like woven stuff and colors, lighting. Like you hit, you have soft lighting. There's so many things that you can do to make your space feel like a sanctuary
0: and just yeah.
1: a place to unwind. Yeah,
0: I think that's, yeah, that's at least for me when it comes to my environment or just the places that I know I'm going to spend the most time being my bedroom right now. That's always been the goal is to make it feel like a sanctuary or my safe space or the place where I can relax. I feel like a lot of rooms or things that you consume, whether that be, I don't know, content you're consuming online, social media, um, or environment can be the people you surround yourself with. They all have like an energy to them.
1: Totally, yeah.
0: And I think it's always very apparent what those energies are yeah like here in my room i had my cousin over not too long ago and um she's never seen my room before but one of the first things like she said when she stepped in was like oh i i really like your room she was like it's really mm-hmm. she was like first like cracking jokes and like poking fun and it was like it looks like a like an ikea room where like a model like target room or something but she was (laughs) like like like, you just went to target and pulled everything off the shelves (laughs) you recreated
1: a a room yeah or just
0: like all the (laughs) decor stuff that's just like like a staged room if you yeah is what she was trying to get at (laughs) um and i was just like going back and forth i'm like oh it's like that on purpose like i this is kind of how i like my that's like my aesthetic if you will like the grays the dark muted tones neutrals and just minimal don't need a lot of stuff simple stuff yeah. on the walls no uh what did we call them no trinkets or knickknacks knickknacks yeah no knickknacks sitting in any- like everything has a purpose yeah. and um,
1: tchotchkas
0: tchotchkes yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah everything has a purpose and the one thing like I was like, does my room feel like any other room in the house? And she was like, no, not at all. I was like, yeah, like that's like by design because it feels the energy of the room is calm. Like you can step into the room and you're kind of relaxed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, totally. That's so important. Like you said, the energy of like everything that you're interacting with, it really does affect you like you're not living in a bubble where you can just completely decide like
0: yourself yeah
1: yeah, like or not that you can't decide what your own energy is but you're constantly interacting with the environment around you so yeah your space the people around you and there's a lot of things that you can't necessarily control as well but your space is one that you can control really well and Mm -hmm. so that's a good place to start to start creating a space that feels however you want it to feel calming relaxing or it could be like artsy creative bright colorful whatever you want
0: yeah I think that's really big now too just because everybody's spending so much time in their own (laughs) spaces whether it's I feel like lots of people's rooms are turning into like a multitude of different things Like, my room is a studio. It's also a bedroom. And it's also the place, like, I come to relax and just chill and watch TV. And sometimes it's also the place where I work out. So it's, like, it's a gym. It's a recording studio. It's my bedroom. And then it's also, like, a relaxing, like, living room-esque type of thing of sorts. So It's, like, four different things. And it's hard to sometimes balance all those energies or et cetera in the same 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 room.
1: Yeah, definitely. I've tried to make little spaces or little corners for different areas. That can yeah. help. Sometimes it, you can't can. do that, but yeah.
0: Yeah. If your help. place if your room's not big enough, sometimes you can't. But if you have the room for it, that definitely is like a good tip to try and create a little corner for that or an area for this. That way each area within your room kind of has Its purpose and its function.
1: Yeah. I like having a little area where I have like a space to do yoga Mm -hmm. and I don't like clutter it all up. Like it's a space for that. And it's like a
0: meditation corner.
1: Yeah. Like a meditation corner. People have that. Like they have a little cushion or a little whatever. And Mm. it's a little space to, yeah, drop into that just a little easier than. Being at your desk or something and trying to meditate, or yeah, it helps have those little spaces. And yeah, I think I've spent a lot of time redecorating and doing all the stuff we were talking about, and it's nice. Also, at the same time, I feel I have to leave my place at some point and just get out into fresh air. So I'll just take a walk or go into nature. And yeah, I, maybe I just need more plants, but I can't quite recreate that energy of nature that just feels so grounding and calming. Yeah, indoors. Yeah, indoors. Like I I can't quite bring it all the way in. I guess I'm trying with the plants and uh, yeah, getting good lighting, like open the blinds, get fresh air. But yeah, it's still not the same. I definitely have to get out into nature and that... That's amazing. Or go to the beach is amazing mm-hmm. too. Like get next to a body of water, a lake, river, ocean. That is a really good space.
0: What content are you consuming? Because That's I think a good one, yeah. For me, before I started to become more mindful about like this type of stuff, like my environment or the things that I consume, I would just consume content just haphazardly not really a care yeah, same. about how it affects you or what kind of relationship you have with it anything yeah. from just like following so many youtube channels like when i was in when i was in high school this was like years and years before me even thinking about yoga or this wellness space still just you know repeating the same cycles doing little old me at that time mm-hmm. and not proud of it but there was a point on youtube i feel like the heydays of when i watched so much youtube i was subscribed to some 200 youtube channels at one time mm-hmm. or another either 200 or 100 i'm maybe i'm getting confused i want let's go with 100
1: yeah did you like right.
0: all of them um yeah i feel like
1: that's a lot <laughs>
0: maybe it was 200 i don't know there was a Needless to say, there was a lot of YouTube channels because I was really yeah. into YouTube at the time. And it was just so much content That's that I would lot. try and keep up with.
1: You tried to keep up with all of them? My gosh.
0: I Woo. I mean, yeah. When you, I you're feel like when you're good, in high like, school, like,
1: yeah, you're you kind of like,
0: have the freedom or the ability to you're the kind of not really focus on more. so much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have very little responsibilities and et cetera, so... There was time for it, if you will. Probably not the best served use of my time, but there was time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. Kind of a little mindlessness every once in a while. Like I, um, one thing that (laughs) I've been watching kind of just because my boyfriend's been watching them, but these like fail videos on YouTube (laughs) Mm -hmm. of people just like, Falling over or doing some stupid stuff, and yeah, it's pretty good, like mindless entertainment. But I definitely don't watch too much of it, cause then I feel like uh, I don't know, kind of wasted my day. But yeah, I think I I was the same as you. I didn't think about what content I consumed that much, and I think I would consume a lot of content that was just suggested to me, like on Instagram. You can go on there and then you know, you could just see a million things like, oh, these models on Instagram or these cars or like just like random stuff that or like weird videos, you know, that are just like supposed to shock you. And they're Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, whatever videos, you know, and then you click on them and then you just go down a hole of like watching the next one, watching the next one, watching the next one. And then, yeah, you kind of don't think about it like, oh, I've been on here for an hour already. And so... Yeah, I think I didn't start thinking about that until maybe, yeah, maybe like a couple years ago. I was like, oh, I, I should like really think about how much time I spend on this, number one. Cause yeah, like
0: and what you're consuming. Yeah. To... And
1: like what I'm consuming for sure. And I think I unfollowed a lot of people, like just went through the list. I think this is a good thing to do every once in a while. Like just go yeah. into who you follow on like Instagram go into who you follow on youtube and just like check them out like just go down the list look and is that person really giving you something of value like do you want to be seeing that person all the time do you want to be absorbing that person's energy all the time like do you want to be more like that person yeah is it doing anything for you and so i go through and i try to like filter them out and unfollow people at one point, yeah, for some reason I wanted to follow them and then, you know, time goes by and I'm like, ah, oh, no, don't want to follow them anymore. Yeah.
0: I feel it's not even just that. It's also looking at the main thing that helped me when it came to like deciding to start unfollowing people and minimizing the content I consume on like Instagram or YouTube was how does their content make me feel? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to boil it down. Watching At the end of watching it or immediately... When I like click on their page or I see a post by them in my feed, yeah, was for me the deciding factor. It's yeah, like, if I don't open your page or see a post and I'm not like intrigued immediately, or yeah. if I'm not like reading your captions or liking your posts or leaving a comment or whatever it is for you, if I'm not doing that and it doesn't like make me feel good good if it makes me feel bad yeah then it's an easy like no you're a non-follow for me like it's a no
1: yeah it's a no from me
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's uh um... you're
0: dating yourself <laughs>
1: it's like um
0: it's a no for me dog
1: <laughs> it's uh funny because yeah like the energy thing you were talking about that's like you feeling that person's energy and you're going on there and you're going oh wow i feel really inspired whenever i see this person's post or go to their page like i'm going to keep following them and then you might see someone else and you're like oh this person makes me feel bad about myself or whatever it is you know or mm-hmm. maybe just a waste of your time whatever and yeah then you can decide what to do about it but that's a good way to put it how does that person's content make you feel yeah that's a good one clearing yeah. out
0: your social media i think that's so i only huge. That's so huge. it is i think yeah. i only follow probably no more than like 40 50 people somewhere in that realm
1: that's good yeah that's pretty good i'm one yeah. of them oh i'm so honored <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think i definitely like follow no more than like 100 people on like instagram Um. YouTube, it's definitely much smaller. We're not in like the two hundred or three hundred range anymore. Oh, Probably. whittled down. Yeah, well, that was like way back in high school, so <laughs> had to get whittled down. <laughs> oh, I lied. I'm following a hundred. F- no, no, I'm following exactly a hundred people.
1: Oh well, hey, that's cut in half. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Well. Um, on on Instagram, and then. TikTok, which is like the bane of everyone's existence right now, depending on how much you consume it.
1: <laughs> You're sending me videos off of TikTok. That's
0: so funny. <laughs> I haven't spent
1: much time on there
0: For a while, I I would spend a lot of time on TikTok. I could see at least could, like get
1: sucked in easily.
0: Yeah, we're coming up against like a year mm-hmm. on this pandemic now, and so like at the beginning. It was my gosh. Yeah. Really all, all I knew like knew how to do is like a funny way to put I it. I bet everyone, but it's like yeah. literally all I knew how to do because I was like, okay. I'm trying to figure out this new work from home thing and this new life. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was a huge struggle. Yeah. Um for me just initially dealing with everything like performance totally. at work was like operating a little slow for me like i was not i was definitely not on like my a game that i know how to be or at least how i was pre-pandemic yeah um i don't know if home, anyone was <laughs> yeah at home was i was really sluggish tough. sleep in a lot stay up late
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah
0: um and i just like everything like from your health change wasn't eating like the right foods like you knew how much like i went rock climbing and stuff and like That was like March we're coming up on a year now like I said so March when it started or when things really started changing and a few months before that I was already like I was on my rock climbing kick and working out at the rock climbing gym at least like three four times a week. Mm -hmm. I was eating very good like after work um, like once I got off rock climbing and then like for lunches had my shakes in the morning for breakfast so like health was there because I needed to you be strong routine, for rock going... climbing I, yeah I yeah. had a routine that's the big thing like I had a routine yeah and as soon as all that dissipated I just fell into like a complete yeah and like
1: just you in your house that's it <laughs> that's your yeah routine. I and watched all my he's...
0: strength from rock climbing disappear and then yeah same I think I went from like a hundred 160 pounds (laughs) on the rock climbing wall like probably decent amount of muscle to now i Mm -hmm. think i'm like i think at the the most at the time probably like 180 but now like cut it down we're solid like 170 (laughs) nice but yeah i'm like i want to get back on that rock climbing wall
1: they might open up soon i actually got an email saying that like this gym was going to open up nearby so i want to go do that
0: whenever i can that'll be my first yeah like exercise is
1: like so huge my gosh and that's it's like bars forget the clubs such a good environment too it's like yeah just being around people it's been hard like during this past year because our environments have shifted so much like we don't have a lot of those healthy routines or the things that we used to do that were fun like mm-hmm. going to work out and doing your other activities and seeing people. And yeah, there's just so much that's changed. So yeah, I guess some of these things we're talking about are like things you can do without going anywhere, which is good, but yeah, yeah hopefully things. Yeah. I think things will kind of slowly, slowly open up. But how, how yeah. has it changed
0: for you? Because I know for you, you don't work in a traditional schedule. So mm-hmm. I feel like I would think yours wouldn't change so much because you were already, I don't know, maybe at home for a good majority of your time because you didn't have an office to go to. Yeah. So is it a big...
1: Yeah, I guess it, it might have not been as big of a change as other people, but I definitely had to do like virtual, like a lot of virtual classes and like doing Zoom calls and everything versus before I would see people in person. And yeah, so it was, it was pretty different in that way. And yeah, I guess it was, it was mostly just that and kind of like not being able to go do certain things like go climbing or yeah, go see anyone or go, you know, go anywhere really. So yeah, I think it was coping with all of that. And so I really focused on creating my space nicely, trying to go outside Yeah, like just focusing on the things that I could do. But yeah, it didn't change too much. Um, Yeah. But then my partner started working from home. So maybe that was one of the biggest changes that Mm. I used to not see him as much. And then now I see him a lot, which has been nice, actually. So it was one Do you want
0: to spill the tea for the listeners? Was that a change for the good (laughs) or the bad? Yeah, it was good.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. It was good. (laughs)
0: it was definitely good like he doesn't listen to our podcast does he (laughs) he
1: does it was funny I was just talking to him about that (laughs) I was like maybe we'll interview you one day
0: (laughs) no that's good because I know for a lot of people like their partners starting to work from home they're like I used to not see you as much and that was good
1: I know I'm kind of sad about that when people say that like oh that's not good
0: just,
1: yeah yeah it's just it's like, like what is that really? probably revealing? reanalyze
0: your relationship
1: <laughs> yeah i think that we've gotten closer and it's gotten better actually our our relationship because we've just spent more time together and also you know when you go through a pandemic together it kind of strengthens your bond because you're like yeah what are we gonna do about you know our finances what are we gonna do about this about food toilet paper <laughs> mm, <laughs> and then you're just that's like right trying to figure this out together. What and... are we
0: going to do about toilet paper? Cuz apparently we're <laughs> running out. <laughs> did you guys yeah. run to Costco and <laughs> start stocking up?
1: We did not We actually like had enough. Like we had plenty, so yeah, it was good. That was
0: one thing that I never understood and I will not understand. <laughs> why paper. everyone felt they had to go clear <laughs> the shelves of every store it's of It's the toilet panic paper. mode.
1: It's kind of funny like it's but kind toilet of toilet paper. Yeah, I mean sh- like yeah.
0: You're going to say shit. Shit happens. happens. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. But it's kind of funny. Like that's that's what we need. You you really you really see what our where our priorities are when shit hits toilet the fan. Paper. Sorry for, all the, sorry for all the shit jokes. Shit
0: <laughs> the shit puns. The puns. No, literally the shit jokes.
1: Uh, yeah. Hey.
0: <laughs> I'm like, how did you not get that? You served it
1: up. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. But um, this is, no, this is actually good. Um, we were, yeah, we were talking about earlier, like the people that surround you being like a huge part of the energy mm. that you consume. And I think, yeah, if I didn't have such a good relationship with him, it probably would have been a lot harder, like of a past year, like, oh my gosh, I have to share the space with this person. And I feel for anyone that is in that situation, but oh, has yeah. to
0: share space with someone they're not too fond of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's, been, gotta be difficult. it's been, it's been really good for me because i just love being around him and yeah it makes such a big difference you know who your friends are who you talk to all the time who you're surrounded by Mm -hmm. who you're living with yeah it just makes a huge difference because yeah those are the people that you're having conversations with all the time they're telling you they're kind of telling you about Yourself, like they're giving you feedback, so you feel differently about yourself based on who you interact with. And yeah, yeah. what's that thing you always say that like you're the average of,
0: of the five closest five, people or the yeah. five people you spend the most time with.
1: Yeah, I've heard that, and that yeah, I feel like that holds some some truth.
0: Yeah, definitely holds some weight. The other yeah. thing that I like that goes goes along with that is the type of people that you do spend the most time around if you want to like audit your friends if you will Mm -hmm. do you look at each one of your friends and is one of your thoughts like do they have a quality and you're like i want to be like them Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
0: and if there's not i don't know maybe not one like seriously defining characteristic of that person and you're like you can't think of one think that's a a telltale sign
1: yeah that's taking a
0: closer look of who you spend your time around because i feel like a good majority of the friends that i spend a lot of time around at least before um i'd say more so that i spend time talking to over Mm -hmm. zoom or the phone or facetime i they do have qualities that i admire yeah yeah if they didn't i don't think i could hold a very long conversation with them
1: yeah for sure yeah i think all the relationships in your life you have to feel inspired by that person in some way and Mm. yeah i kind of feel like every person that's in my life i look up to them in some way and i respect them and if i don't have that then yeah i i don't think that i would really keep reaching out
0: yeah no i i really agree with you with that one um, one thing I do, I want to go back though and talk about what you were saying with social media or the, like the videos that you and Eric like to watch, like the mindless mm-hmm. videos that have people just doing like funny stunts and stuff. Like conversely, <laughs> those things like aren't also, they're not bad to mm-hmm. consume because I feel for me, I tend to be like a really big overthinker or like yeah deep in thought a lot of the time. And yeah. I have tons of like TikTok for example mindless videos on TikTok TikTok that I love <laughs> to watch certain creators that I follow um or especially like podcasts when I get off work stuck in traffic or if I'm just sitting here chilling around the house that are not probably providing any insightful content or nothing that like is really going to yeah like get my gears thinking but yeah they're just like funny conversations or just funny topics or just guys talking about nothing really. And <laughs> yeah, I think it's, that. yeah, it's definitely good. You need that stuff sometimes to help get you out of your head. Yeah, so totally. I would say don't, don't discount those silly YouTube videos, podcasts or definitely not. memes or et cetera. If you guys yeah. like it. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you just need a good meme or like fail video or stand up comedy is also good. Like find a comic that you like and just like watch that it's a good way to just reset and unwind because like you said sometimes those other things that you could be reading that are like more depthful they can make you feel a lot of things or make you think like really down some rabbit hole and sometimes you're really stressed and you just need to disconnect from that a little bit and just like
0: who's a a a stand-up comic that you really like
1: um recently i've been watching joe rogan and he's just freaking like obnoxious and hilarious and he's like he's a good one actually that like just gets you out out of your head and you just like have a good laugh he's hilarious i have
0: not i haven't watched a single joe rogan
1: yeah you should um i i've watched like a lot of comedy um but he's one yeah that i can think of for recently I also like um oh there's so many. Well what's one you like?
0: Um the first one that comes to mind that I watched a bit ago was Pete Davidson's mm. stand-up. I think the dude is really, really funny and kind of underrated when it comes to his Under- comedy. Yeah. Nice. He's on SNL, so maybe maybe he's not underrated, but I feel like he deserves more hype than he's getting. Yeah. Um he's he's very funny. Um and then ali wong is another oh, yeah she's comic good. that i really like she's very funny as well that's good
1: oh another good one i've been watching a lot of dave chappelle like he's really good he's yeah, not classic. he's yeah he's just <laughs> dave chappelle so he's always good but yeah totally agree get just get some comedy in your life it's good yeah yeah also i think along kind of similar lines like just thinking about all these different things that you consume. We talked about social media, who you're around, your environment, all that stuff. And there's other things too. For me, I read a lot of stuff or sometimes yeah, watch TV, not that often. Um or yeah, even just like things that you hear, things that you read, podcasts that you listen to, like anything that you're consuming basically. It's nice to just take stock of all of that stuff and yeah. notice what are you consuming is that really helping you feel the way that you want to feel and kind of going back to what you were saying about the social media like different people does uh mm-hmm. how does that person make you feel or how does that podcast make you feel you know hopefully yeah. this one makes you feel great <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, but just following, following great, um, creators and people that inspire you and consuming all the different content that just is uplifting, I think makes a huge, huge difference. Um, yeah, like books. I think when I'm reading like a really good book, Mm -hmm. my life just gets better for, like, a couple weeks as I'm reading that book because it's just so good, and it just infuses your day with a totally different energy, and you just feel inspired. And, yeah, definitely, everything that you consume can, like, really change your whole day.
0: I have a bad habit with books. Let me know if (laughs) you have this habit or anyone else.
1: (laughs) I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, go
0: on. (laughs) So I have – I love to read books. I think we talked about about this on one of our our previous episodes. Yeah. Um, I love books. Very big part of like my childhood growing up. But I have a bad habit where I will find a new book that I want to read or hear about one. I make a list. I have like a list in my phone of a bunch of books. And then when I have the opportunity to buy it, I'll buy it, stick it on my shelf, and it'll be a while before I read it. (laughs) <laughs> so, I keep buying books that I haven't read. Yep. Yep. <laughs> or like I have plans to read and don't yeah. touch them. Or I will jump from book to book. Mm. So, if we were to turn around and look at my shelf, I have like maybe five or six books that I've probably read. Yeah. Two thirds of the way through, halfway through. Or even I know there's one up there that I'm like, maybe have like a chapter left and I I stopped (laughs) and was like oh let me open another book and start in another one
1: yeah I totally have that too and one thing I think my perspective on this has shifted a little bit because I used to feel kind of bad like oh I'm not finishing this book I have this whole big pile of books that I'm just keep buying them and why you know why am I doing this why can't I finish one and I noticed that I can finish them. I definitely can finish them. But I think that the books that somehow find me in a way, like someone will mention it or I'll see it somewhere, it Mm -hmm. has like a very specific timing, like synchronicity. Like that book came into my life at the right time and then I had the urge to read it all the way through and finish it. And then for some reason that really inspired me like at that time in my life and it felt like it was – like serendipitous, like it came at the right moment. So I kind of look at the other books that I have now and I'm thinking, well, it's just not the right time to read that book. Like when it is, I'm going to feel the urge to pick that one up and then read it. And maybe I never will, who knows? But I think I have had that happen too with other books where i gotten it a long time ago. And then for some reason, it's just more relevant in my life now and then I'll pick it back up or I'll finish it. And so, I think there's a good reason why you might feel pulled to pick one up and finish it, or to not. And so, yeah, kind of just learn to like trust how that feels. Trust the process. Yeah, (laughs) like you're gonna pick it up when you're ready.
0: That's good. That makes me feel a little bit better (laughs) about not reading my books.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can always take a look. Take a look and see if one jumps out at you. But
0: yeah (laughs) that's funny um i think since we're we're on the roll the last last thing i want to say um is the one thing that has really really helped me kind of shape my environment Mm -hmm. more recently and then also just the one thing that i found i want to say almost four maybe five years ago how old am i 28 yeah so maybe like four or five years ago now at the time was minimalism Mm. and that was like the really the one thing that has helped me kind of form my environment and Mm -hmm. get rid of things or kind of yeah the best way to describe it is like curate the space that i'm living in with a deep amount of intention with everything that's in it
1: it's a lifestyle
0: yeah, it's, it's definitely a lifestyle and I love it.
1: Yeah, minimalism is awesome. I remember yeah, hearing, I... I think in one of the documentaries about it, like how when you clear out the things that you own, you're clearing out space in your mind too. And I think that's for sure true. Like clear out some clutter from your place and then you you feel like, mentally you're freed up because you don't have to like look at everything and like deal with everything anymore you just feel like yeah wow I feel free just like amazing
0: yeah some things are clear up about it like some people may hear minimalism and it's like so you own nothing you're throwing everything away you're getting rid of all your stuff and their minimalism a is form. a spectrum yeah that's yeah a... that's a form of a you minimalism 100 percent i'm not there no
1: you'll just have your mic and your computer
0: (laughs) but yeah there is there is a spectrum and yeah if you decide to get into it you'll figure out where you fall along that spectrum yeah but the best way to look at it and the best way i can describe it is taking stock like the same thing we've said this entire podcast taking stock of now the things that you own in your life Mm -hmm. in your house and One, look at it from, I feel like, these angles. How often do you use it? Yeah. What's its purpose? When's the last time you have used it? And then also, what is the intention behind it? Like, why do you have it? Or especially if it's going to be like new things that you're going to purchase to bring into your home. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you need to buy this? Why do you need this? What's really the point in having it? What value does it bring to your life yeah and i said this to gina before and i'll say it here i feel like you can step into my room and look at i want to say i'll be lofty and i'll say 99 percent of the things that probably you can see in my (laughs) room (laughs) yeah have a very intentional purpose to them
1: yeah i love that yeah
0: and if they don't i'm like hey the challenge stands come take a look (laughs) if I can't explain it we'll get rid of it I
1: need to go and like (laughs) I'm gonna go in there and ask you about every single one I'm gonna be like super annoying (laughs) I love that though because when everything has an intention it's like everything's adding to your life every single thing that you have is really infusing your life with some kind of value and if you are having random things sitting around that aren't—they're almost like weighing you down, like they're
0: knickknacks. Yeah,
1: like unless you really love it, like the the magic conch shell, um, knickknack that I got—that was like <laughs> a SpongeBob, just like dumb little thing—and that is bringing me joy. So, yeah, but that's one of—I think that's maybe my one knickknack that I have. But yeah, I love that intentionality. It's so good. Say, for me. Besides all the other things we talked about, which are really important, one thing that in my environment I've changed is following people that really inspire me and kind of like making sure that I oh,
0: that's a good one.
1: interact with like their, their creations more instead of like we were talking about kind of like mindlessly just like happening upon different content or videos or whatever. But like Mm -hmm. following people that really spark something in you or connect you to yourself more, inspire you to follow your dreams. And I think, yeah, that's been really huge. So yeah, I think find those people for you. And if you can, then that can really help because that adds just a a different yeah kind of energy into your life
0: who's the one person you follow first one that comes to mind that really inspires you (laughs) in your specific journey
1: (laughs) so obvious like jade was the first person that comes to mind but i have more than that jade electra on instagram she's amazing um yeah yeah
0: if we're talking mindfulness and i feel like i don't know self-growth and everything She's definitely a a good person to follow. Yeah, yeah. For me, when it comes to minimalism, the one person is Matt Mm Diavella. I think I've told you about him a few times. But if any of you guys want to get into minimalism, great starting point. Check out his YouTube. Check out his Instagram. Yeah. Um, And then also check out two documentaries of his that he's directed on oh yeah you can find him on netflix and he just came out with a new one i think it's called minimalist now or minimalism is now on netflix something like that yeah it came out maybe only i want to say december or january
1: yeah those are really good now you got me thinking of all these people
0: i'm like (laughs)
1: Elizabeth Gilbert I love Elizabeth Gilbert the author she's so so good and like Brene Brown Brown. I'm like thinking of all these yeah you said Brene that's so funny (laughs) also my podcasting inspiration Brene Brown um yeah there's just like so many people but when you find those amazing people it's just like it's just so good so yeah I like to consume like content from them and yeah kind of balance that out of like consuming that but also giving myself time to integrate that into my life and really like live it like the things that you're getting those nuggets of wisdom yeah inspiration like go live it now
0: I think that's good yeah consume it integrate it yeah yeah
1: we covered so much in that episode that was awesome to just go over all these different areas of our lives and becoming more mindful of how we interact with our environment, things we consume, the people around us. So I hope that that gave you a lot to reflect on and to start thinking about all those areas in your life and how you can start cultivating more of the energy and more of of the way that you want to feel from those things. Finding Your Edge is hosted by me, Sam Smith, and edited by Dylan Rand. If you liked it, follow the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening.